All right, guys. Hey, what's up? It's Scott, and welcome to episode number 208 of the Ardella Training Podcast. Before we get into the show, a quick shout out to a few of the regular listeners and community members here before we get started. I wanted to give a shout out to Coach Kiltz on Instagram. That is Jessica Kiltz, and uh, she's been fantastic, a regular listener. Uh, just wanted to say, hey, Jessica, thank you for listening. Uh, Brian Kittleson, who uh, we've had some great email communications recently. Brian always has uh, great questions for me. So, uh, hey, Brian. And uh, also wanted to give a shout out to all of you who are doing the 21-day Turkish Get Up program with me right now. I guess I should say all of you who signed up to do the uh, Turkish Get Up program. I hope the program is going well for you. We are in the early stages right now. It's a short program, but a very valuable program. And uh, I hope that things are going really well for you. So guys, make sure to find me on Instagram where I will be posting a lot more tips, updates, and videos. You can find me on Instagram at Ardella Training. That is R-D-E-L-L-A Training. Very easy. So if you missed the Resilient 21 Challenge program, uh, stay tuned. I may have future things like that uh, down the line. And uh, this is a lot of fun, and it was really great to see uh, a lot of excitement uh, around this unique program. So it's been a while since I've done a solo show now, and in this episode, I wanted to talk about three recent books that I read, and I'll also talk about the important takeaways from these books. I'll at least uh, try to do my best here with that. Again, uh, three books in one episode, that's pretty tall order. And uh, to talk about all the great things that are contained in these books is certainly going to be a challenge, but I will do my best. Now, two books we have already discussed here on the podcast in recent weeks, and one book I have not discussed at all, so stay tuned for that. And these are all really valuable books, in my opinion. And I know that we have a lot of book authors here on the show and that we talk a lot about books. But I wanted to start sharing the great lessons and takeaways from the books that I read and really reinforce the things that we talk about in the interview sessions so that we can take away things and apply them. And that's what we're going to try to do in this week's show. Now, you'll get ideas and strategies, hopefully, that you can use right after you hear this episode. Now, I do want to talk about three quick things about how to read more, how to become a learning machine. And this is just a really simple strategy, three simple quick tips here. I'm actually gonna probably write a, a very a, a very detailed article on how to read more and how to become a learning machine. So the first thing is to always carry a book with you everywhere you go. I mean, really, that's that's really what I do. I always have a book in my my book bag or in hand. Uh, so that I can maximize learning and reading at every opportunity. So that's actually the second thing, is to read at every opportunity. Instead of checking email and fooling around on social media and things like that, uh, you know, take the opportunity to read at every opportunity that you can. And here's the key, is apply the 10-minute-a-day rule. I have talked about this, I've wrote about this, but... Read 10 minutes a day. That's all it takes. If you can read 10 minutes a day, uh, that can make a huge impact in uh, your learning and reading. And that's that's all it takes. And we all have 10 minutes each and every day to set aside for reading. So it's a very simple concept. Again, just uh, 
plan to read 10 minutes a day, apply the 10 minute a day rule. So let's uh, get into talking about the books and the three books that I'm going to share with you. These are books that I have read in recent weeks, and there are so many more books that I could have talked about here on the show today, but I really wanted to keep this simple and not overwhelm you uh, because I think there are so many great books that are out there, so many valuable books that I've read uh, since the beginning of this year that I felt like I could have talked about here on this episode, but I decided to really focus on these three books and uh, for a couple of reasons, because I, I read them very recently and I wanted to drill down and follow up with things that we've talked about here on the show already. And by the way, I do recommend all three of these as resources but if you haven't read any of these, I will give you my recommendation at the end of the show. So keep that in mind. And it is important to remember that information without action is meaningless. And this is really important to uh, talk about here. And I, I try to keep this in mind for myself, uh, to be very honest, because you know I, I read so much. I love reading. I love to learn. But... If you read and you're getting all this great knowledge and you're not doing anything with it, it really doesn't matter. So you have to think about, you know, what is the number one thing? What is the big thing that you can take away from any book that you read and apply? What is the number one thing that you can take action with and use right now? Knowledge is great. And it's been said that knowledge is power, but that is not accurate. Uh, the statement should be that knowledge plus action is power. Knowledge alone is not enough. It's what you do with it, what you do with the information that really matters. So just want to say that as we uh, get started here. So let's get started and talk about the three books and takeaways. The first book is 1020 Life by Brian Carroll. Now, first let me say that I'm a big fan of Brian after recently uh, finding out about him online and finding out about his great work. I think he's a really uh, great guy, number one, a brilliant guy has a great story to tell. And in addition to that, he's an elite level power lifter. And uh, I interviewed Brian a few episodes ago, but I wanted to circle back and give you my perspective more on this book. So this book is about 125 pages. It is loaded with great content for the strength athlete. While it is geared toward powerlifting, I do think that any strength enthusiast would benefit from the material and the philosophy and the key insights in this book. It's an easy read, but there is a lot of content in Brian's book. I think that many people can get benefit uh, from the programming approach, which is very individualized and customizable, and it's not a one-size-fits-all approach. That's what I really like about the 10-20 philosophy. As a matter of fact, one of the key things in the book was that Brian will teach you how to find your weak points and address those weak points with the customized training approach that he outlines in the book. I think that the philosophy is really fantastic and it's a great training approach with many uh, valuable insights. Uh, I would say that this is the thinking person's guide to strength. So if you're looking for the cookie cutter approach to strength training, this isn't it because it is a very unique customizable approach. A key takeaway from the book for me has to do with the principles. Now, great training is great because of the principles behind it. Remember that. Now, Brian mentioned his five principles 
in his philosophy during the interview, and he clearly established five key principles in his 10-20 life approach. One of the key principles in the book has to do with form or technique, which really aligns with my own philosophy and approach because I have realized the critical importance of technique and proper form with all areas of training. Again, if you know my story, I never really focused on form or technique in the early days. It's only in uh, recent years that I have been become slightly obsessed with movement and, and technique and form and really maximizing uh, technique to maximize performance. So the bottom line is to work on being a better mover, a more skilled mover, and uh, this is an important principle in Brian's philosophy. So the principles and the programming in the book are really exceptional. Again, this is a really valuable book for the strength athlete coach and serious lifter or strength enthusiast. To hear the interview with Brian, check out episode 205. Now, the next book is The Squat Bible by Dr. Aaron Horshig. Uh, again, I had Dr. Uh, Horshig on the show a few episodes ago, but let me tell you about the book because I didn't have the book at the time of the interview, so I was kind of learning about it at that time as well. And I did mention in that interview that I wanted to come back and talk about the book after I read it, so that's why I wanted to do it in this episode and share it here with you. So this book is also just around 125 pages as well. And it is focused on mastering the squat. Obviously, the squat is central to performance for the athlete and also central to performance for day-to-day -day function for all of us. The squat is a fundamental human movement. Now, I think this book is really a great resource and there are a lot of details that are covered in the book that can help anyone regardless of background, so whether you're novice or advanced, I think that there is something to be learned here in this book. I think Aaron did an excellent job in really focusing this book on such a narrow topic, an important and debated topic being the squat. After reading the book, I think that anybody can walk away with new ideas and concepts to better understand squat performance. I really do. So the key takeaway, I guess, if I had to say, is that this is a book to have great performance with the squat. It's truly about the fundamentals and mastering the fundamentals. The great thing about this book is in the details here. Uh, the details provide the reader with a practical application to not only understand what is important to a good squat pattern, but to assess and work on correcting the movement that is essential for good squat performance. This is a practical guide for improving squat performance. Again, there are many specific uh, details, specific assessments and corrective strategies in the book that many people can use and apply. I think that Aaron attempted to keep this book really simple and he did that. And it's, it's a really uh, value added book to your training library. Again, your learning will depend on your background and your existing knowledge as it pertains to the squat, but even an advanced coach will get value out of this one. Any reader will come away with a better sense of movement and mobility with specific understandings and practical applications of squat performance. I also appreciate the scientific references that are mentioned at the end of the book chapters. So this supports the ideas that are mentioned throughout the book because he is referencing his material with the scientific 
literature, which is really great. So I personally appreciate that. So to hear the interview that I did with Aaron, check out episode number 203 to learn more. Now, the next book is a book that I have not talked about. We have not talked about here on the show before. That book is Now What by Dan John. This is the latest book by Dan John. And I recently just finished reading this book. Now, you may or may not know, but Dan John is definitely one of the guys that I look up to the most. He is a guy that has certainly had a great impact on me personally in the way I approach training, coaching, and really life. Now, I've only met Dan one time in person, but I have spoke to him several times here on the podcast. He's always a great guest, and I have spoken to him with other projects as well. He is a great human being without a doubt. Now, his new book is really fantastic, but I do want to mention that if you've never read Dan's work before, I'd probably recommend starting with the book Intervention as this is the starting point for the introduction to Dan John, at least in my opinion. All of Dan's books are truly great, but if you haven't read anything from Dan, start with Intervention. This should be mandatory reading for all trainers, in my opinion. All right, so let's talk about Dan's new book, Now What? The new book is around 300 pages or so, and here's what I think is so great about Dan's books. First of all, Dan is just an amazing writer. I think he's one of the best writers in the industry, and he has a way of taking information and simplifying it in a very common sense or no-nonsense approach. You always feel like Dan is sitting there speaking directly to you, telling you a story to illustrate the points. In the new book, there are new insights, as well as reinforcing concepts that he has previously written about or talked about. Now... He, let me just say this uh, be, before I talk more about the book. I I really don't like when people say, oh, I've read this before or I already know that because we need to hear things over and over again to make it stick. If you ever read something and you say, I already know that, ask yourself if you are applying that concept with what you read because we need to read things and hear things multiple times. Uh, at least I know I do before sometimes before implementing them into our lives. So it is great to reread things over because the more you reread it and hear it, the more it makes sense. So I just wanted to say that uh, I think that's a really important uh, point to understand as we read books. Sometimes we think, you know, our, our mind that, oh, I've, I've seen this before. I've read this before. I've, I've heard this before. But the question is, are you really, are you implementing that? If you've seen it before, are you doing what the book is talking about. And if you are, then that's fantastic. Let that concept just be reinforced. All right, so let me get back to talking about the book now. So now what is essentially building on his system? And the subtitle of the book is appropriately named The Ongoing Pursuit of Improved Performance. Once again, I highly recommend any of Dan's books. And I think that they are all invaluable in any coaches or fitness enthusiast library. But let's talk about a couple of the key things that I took out of the new book so far. And this is really challenging, to tell you the truth, because there are so many things in Dan's books. I think that Dan's books are really, well, there are some books that are really, really big picture. So you can take away the big ideas in the book, like Intervention, which is really a groundbreaker. And then there are other books that you really want to look for the details. And this is one of those books that uh, I think that this book in particular is about the details and the little details 
can make the biggest difference. For you, it might be different depending on how much of Dan's work you've already read and what your background is, but uh, let's talk about some of the quotes here, for example. So here's a quote that stuck with me. Tension is the master teacher. Tension teaches strength. Tension teaches technique. So the point here that really stuck and, and reinforced with me, again, I, I know this, okay, but it was nice to read that, to have the concept reinforced. And the idea is that tension equals better form. Tension equals better technique. I had no idea what that meant years ago. Uh, but this is a, a concept that I've learned through Pavel Sotsalin and, and Strong First. And uh, I originally learned from Pavel, I should say. And now to see it here, again, it just reinforced how important, how critically important tension is in strength and performance training. And this quote, this concept comes from the chapter Tension, Arousal, and Relaxation, which is a very important chapter. So a very simple concept, but very, very important. Tension is a master teacher, and tension is critical to performance. It obviously goes a lot deeper than that, but that's kind of the, the simple top-line version of that. Here's another example of a quote that stuck with me. Concentrate on doing fewer things better. And this comes from the chapter on plans, programs, and peaking. Think about that. To be great, to, to get really great results, to get results in general, you have to do a few things really, really good. When you try to do all these different things, when you try to be the jack of all trades, you don't really get good at anything. It's hard to have exceptional results in one area if you're trying to do all these different things. So that's why the simple concept or quote, concentrate on doing fewer things better, is so powerful. You have to focus on what you do. You have to focus on your goals. If your goal is fat loss and you really have to focus on that goal and do a few things that are critically important for that goal. You can't try to work on maximum strength and speed development and power when you're focusing on fat loss. You understand what I mean? So um, again, a very simple concept, very, very important concept. And there are so many other great quotes and little uh, bites like that that are really important in the book. And that's what I mean. This is an example of what I mean, that the, the greatness is in the details in this book. Now, if you look at the big picture lessons for me, I'm going to share one of those lessons uh, from the book with you. And one of the key lessons in the book had to do with what Dan calls shark habits. Now, this concept is the second chapter in the book, which is appropriately named Shark Habits. And Dan wrote quite a bit about this uh, concept. Uh, now, Dan actually has a quote that I read somewhere. It was not in this book, actually, but it is an important quote that ties into this concept. And the quote is, look at your goals, look at your behavior, and then ask yourself, does your behavior match your goals? Something like that. Now, shark habits, as Dan explains, is taking one bite at a time, taking quick action, and then it's gone. So I love this concept. A shark habit is doing things now. Examples are reply to an email, 
right away. Fill out a form, return a phone call, floss your teeth. (laughs) Again, he talks a lot about that. Prepare your food. Whatever it is, these are examples of shark habits. It's taking fast action and making sure that they are they're automatic. They're part of what you do every day. And you don't have to think too much about it. And, um, you know, we, we can't talk enough about the importance of habits for all of us, whether you're a coach, an athlete, trainer, uh, you know, habits are critical to getting results. If we have bad habits, we're not going to get the results that we're trying to get. If we have great habits and I, I Actually, I believe that productivity is a master habit, and that's something I feel like I'm always working on myself, is having the right habits designed around maximizing my productivity. I don't really know anybody who couldn't improve their productivity, and productivity makes the difference in terms of getting results, no matter what your background is, no matter what you're trying to achieve. That is a different topic, but it really is... uh, a powerful concept, the power of the shark habits and making your habits automatic and having a quick kind of unconditioned response to getting things done. At least this is my interpretation of what Dan talked about with shark habits. Now he gives specific examples in the book and he dives deeper into this concept, of course, but this is something that I took away immediately. And let me give you an example of what I mean for me is a shark habit would be replying to emails right away because I don't always have the uh, proper habit in place to respond to an email. When I get an email sometimes, and it's getting harder these days because I'm getting more and more emails, but when I get an email that needs a response, sometimes I'll say, oh, yeah, I'll answer that later. You know, I just glance over my emails and I'll, I'll answer that later. Well, the shark habit is to answer that email right away. Now, I'm trying to not check emails all day long. I'm trying to check it at certain time periods and get away from checking emails all day long. Again, this is something I'm trying to uh, correct myself. But again, the point is the shark habit is to go back You see an email that needs a response, reply immediately and be done with it. Get it off of your plate because what has happened in the past is that there were some important emails that they would just get pushed down in that inbox and I never got back to a person that needed a response. So this is like breakthrough for me that I'm sharing with you right now, this simple concept of a shark habit. So very, very significant, very, very important. And I love the simple concept of taking quick action with your habit and getting it off your plate. Another key lesson that I won't spend a lot of time on right now, but another lesson and takeaway for me was the concept of pirate maps, which are standards or checklists that he uses for success. And I can tell, obviously, that Dan is a very successful person. He's a very regimented person. He covers all of his his bases. You can tell that from his writing, of course. I mean, this is why... He has written so many books at this point, so many great books because of the uh, things that he talks and writes about, you know, the shark habits and pirate maps. So another great concept, and he has specific examples of that in the appendix section of this great book. There are eight chapters that have an appendix to them, and one of them is around shark habits and pirate maps with specific examples 
Another chapter in the appendix sec- section is the fundamental human movements and then also goal setting. And there are others as well, but these are really great um, chapters that support the main content of the book. This is very additive to the main body of the book. So now what is a really, really good book, a really great book. It's not a good book. It's a great book that really builds on things that Dan has written about before, introducing new concepts and building on current concepts that he has talked about in the past. The bottom line is that you will get a more clear sense of a logical approach to fitness and performance, and he differentiates between the two in the book as well. And you really understand that it is a long haul, a long-term approach. Now, there are so many more things that I could have talked about in the book, but uh, maybe we'll save that for a later time or uh, there may be something coming down the line with the podcast in relation to this book that uh, hopefully we can share uh, soon. So stay tuned for that. But the bottom line is this is a great book. I highly recommend it. In the beginning of this episode, I did mention that if you haven't read any of these books, where should you start? Uh, you know, that's a really tough question, to be honest, because it might depend on what your interest is. These are all really great books. So um, I would say that if you haven't read any of these books, And if you haven't read Intervention included in these three books, start with Intervention because that'll give you a really good um, understanding of Dan's work and and a logical approach to uh, training. So start with Intervention and then take your pick from there because these are all three great reads. Uh, I would put them all on your, your reading list and go back to the three simple strategies that I talked about in the beginning of the show. Carry a book with you. Read a book at every opportunity you can. Every every minute that you have downtime, open that book and start reading and apply the 10-minute uh, rule every day. Very simple. Read 10 minutes every day and you can really devour books and you can become a learning machine. So that is really it. So I hope you enjoyed this session. This was kind of a, a book club session. I am thinking about maybe doing this again, down the line and maybe different ways to do this. Maybe just tackle one book at a time and do it that way. Let me know your thoughts, share your thoughts and feedback. I'd love to know. And we'll go from there. So that is a wrap for the episode this week, guys. I appreciate you being here. If you have any questions, please post your questions on the website under this episode. You can find this episode online at ardellatraining.com forward slash RT208. So I appreciate you being here. We will be back next week with brand new content. And uh, thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Take care, guys.